0: Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Tiny. That's me. For a special Groundhog Day edition. Yes. Although it's not coming out on Groundhog Day. No. We Better are, late than never. That's right. We are recording on Groundhog Day. And uh, did you have a happy Groundhog Day?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I, well, I'm working nights this week. So. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> what time do you have to be there, 11? Yes. Okay. Which is, while,
1: which is why we're recording now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so
0: we can get done and you can get to work. <laughs> yeah, so Sunday was Hudson's birthday, which is when we normally record. Yes. So we had a party for him and friends over and all that. And then your birthday was yesterday. Uh-huh. and. We are just now getting a chance to record this podcast.
1: Yes, we had made plans to record sometime Saturday. Yes, And then that's when right. Saturday rolled around, my oldest son and my wife were like,
2: do you have to record today? Oh. And I'm like, guys.
1: Fine. Oh, wow. so Well,
0: I was like, uh, I had stuff to do during the day Saturday, and I got home. And so I was like, well, Tony's going to, I told Tony when I'd be home, he's going to text any minute now. You know, <laughs> like, we're going to get this thing hammered out. It just out. didn't happen. And it just never happened and never happened. And I was like, well, you know, he's probably spending the day with his family, you know, having a good time. We'll record this evening. And then, I don't know, like maybe eight o'clock, got a text message that was like, hey, it's not going to happen today. And so well, I was like, well, I guess I could take, take my shoes off for a moment.
1: Yes, I blame all this on my family. But, I mean, I was raised in a Baptist church. I know any time your wife or anyone steps out of line, it's really your fault, ultimately. (laughs) So, ultimately, yeah, it's my
2: fault. Yeah.
0: Well, it wasn't a big deal to me. I'm just glad we're able to get together and record. So, um, our huge fan base will have (laughs) content. Because they do get a little testy if one doesn't get put up. Yeah, a little bit. By the way, here's a great idea. Shout out to Lindsay Jones, who had this idea, who works with me. Um, the next clip show we do yeah. should be clips of the Patreon episodes for okay. everybody to drive subscribers to the Patreon you know
1: that's that's a really good idea it is a great idea that week I didn't do we just didn't have a patron show right. so I should throw together a clip show for but the she's patrons. talking about
0: releasing it to the general public oh, so they can see what's going on that's a good idea and then they're more likely to subscribe credit to Lindsay for this <laughs> yes. idea by the way <laughs> she will receive no financial compensation for <laughs> a great idea well, But <laughs> she definitely gave it to us yes yeah thank you Lindsay yeah it was great and also, shout out to Nicole who works for me. Who says I should shout her out? So shout out to Nicole. So shout there we out go. to Nicole. Anybody you want to shout out? <laughs> no. Ever <I must laughs> start naming random coworkers, <laughs> I work with like a hundred people. You just want me to start listing them all? Yeah, yeah. But they definitely listen, so that's good. That's better than most of the people that work with me. And Shane, he listens, of course, but he's a former co-host.
1: Yeah, and uh, my Shane, a.k.a. Groundwalker. The Groundwalker. He listens. (laughs) That's right. He asked me this morning, he's like, so uh, when's the new show coming? (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: why you texted me this afternoon, didn't you? Can't let Shane down, you know? Can't let Shane down. The Groundwalker? You don't let the Groundwalker (laughs) down. No. How did he get that nickname? <laughs> okay. If, or if you're if if he would be comfortable with you telling it.
1: Well, no, no, no. I would love there to be like this great, wonderful origin story behind it. And there is, and I will tell it in Patreon. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> you know, people have to subscribe to know. Yeah. That's good. Okay. So anyway, what we'll about odd news this week and last week too? <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit about Groundhog Day. Okay. And we're going to talk about uh, heart transplants. And we're going to talk about preachers. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, I have a story about the ghost of Dale Earnhardt.
0: Okay. (laughs) Put (laughs) your threes up.
1: (laughs) And I have a story about Golden Corral. And as far as our story starting off, do we want to talk about, we could talk about NASA's plans to retire the International Space Station in 2031. Okay. But truth be told, I, I feel like more people are talking about this whole Joe Rogan, Neil Young controversy. <laughs> that's, that's true. And I don't have a specific story in front of me to to read from, but I, I mean, I know you followed the story somewhat. I followed yeah. the story. I figure maybe we just talk about it for a while.
0: Yeah, I think <laughs> they're gonna have last I heard, a steel cage match. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
1: so. <laughs>
0: Neil Young versus
1: Joe Rogan. Uh yeah, so Neil Young. For those well, who have been living in a cave yeah. and don't know what we're talking about, right. the Joe Rogan podcast, Joe rog- Rogan Experience, yes. which is I think the largest podcast.
0: I, I heard upwards to twelve million people listen per episode. Yes. Yeah.
1: He he just talks to various people who are yes. experts in their fields, and then sometimes he just talks to his buddies about yes. MMA. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's basically his show is Joe Rogan doing whatever Joe Rogan wants to do. It's like me and and Tiny if
0: we were funny and had access to celebrities. They just get together and talk. Yes, right.
1: And he did a couple episodes where he had some doctors on who, I guess, question the main narrative. Full disclosure, I haven't listened to those episodes. I do listen to a lot of Joe Rogan, but I usually listen when he's got guests on that I'm interested in hearing what they have to hear. Yeah. Yeah, you know, sometimes uh, he will have comedians he, on. I'm like, right. oh, I like that comedian. I listen to what he had to say.
0: I know he also had the guy who developed mRNA vaccines on his podcast. He too. did, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, so it wasn't. I, I think people have the impression that he's getting all these quacks on here, going, hey, you got to eat this horse medicine to get over?" <laughs> right. You know, well, COVID. I, I believe
1: that's how he's being uh, portrayed. Right. Like it's a smear campaign at sure. this point. I believe.
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's a smear campaign. I know that people hold tightly to their beliefs, right? No matter what, and anything that questions those beliefs, they immediately reject. And I know that because I grew up in a Baptist church. And that's <laughs> that's a, a good point. That's a hundred percent true, and it applies <laughs> across all facets of life. That's right. just how, that's human
1: nature. Not just a Christian fundamentalist, right. but
0: yes. <laughs> But, you know, Rehoboth Baptist Church with their, you know, 40 people there on a Sunday morning that I grew up in is a little different than 12 people listening to every episode that you put out. Mm -hmm. So he has a little more scrutiny on. Right. I want to take this back. There is nothing wrong with the Rehoboth Baptist Church in Fayette. <laughs> I love that church with all my heart. i just using it as an example. Right. They, we, we're pretty much up and up. I am who I am because of the churching mm-hmm. I got growing up at Rehoboth. So I'm not disparaging Rehoboth Baptist just Church. Just we have
1: to be honest and acknowledge yeah. that, yes, we the church did lock up. Galileo sure. early yeah. on. No, yeah. Well, we did do that. that. The earth rotated around the sun and not the other way around. Did,
0: did the Catholic Church ever issue like a my bad on that? I, I don't know. You know I, Well, they definitely don't say that anymore. Yeah. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> I was wondering if they ever came out with like, look, hand up. That was that was on us, guys. We had that one wrong. <laughs> yeah. And look, just want to acknowledge that we did.
1: A squirrel and Jacqueline, let <laughs> us let us know. Our resident Catholic yes. experts. Also, I feel like now look, I don't wanna I don't wanna defend Catholics. I don't yeah. wanna def- I don't wanna defend them or attack them either. Sure. But I do I will say that because the Catholic Church has been around so much longer than Protestant churches, they bear some of the brunt for some of Christendom's early mistakes. Yeah, right. Right. You're right. And, like, if Baptist had been around back then, we would have probably been like, yes, lock him up. Absolutely. We would have been right up there with you. <laughs> yes. You know we would have. If we had the power to lock up Richard Dawkins right now, <laughs> he would probably be in a cell somewhere.
0: But you think, like, at the time, the prevailing thought was, I walk outside in the field. The, the sun looks like it is, you know, we're in a fixed position. Yeah. at this point of day, right.
1: and now it's over here right. at this point of day. And
0: we're in a fixed position, yes. and it's moving around. I mean, that was was a prevailing thought Uh so you know my our bad really (laughs) on on behalf of christians everywhere as our bad we should have maybe listened to the science a little bit more and that brings us back to joe rogan people think he's putting out misinformation and it's dangerous or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh so neil young got his flannel shirt in a wad this week (laughs) right (laughs) And said that he was. It was either him or Joe Rogan. And Spotify said, "Hmm, twelve million listeners per episode." Not
1: to mention we paid this guy hundred right. million yes.
0: dollars that were already exclusive 100, streaming rights. Hundred million dollars into, and uh, twelve million people are coming to our platform, uh, or a guy who gets six million listens per month. Mm-hmm. You know, and they made the, they did the
1: math. Right. They, they got them their mad. nerds to crunch some numbers. Sure. Right. And they came back and said, We really hate to see you go. Yeah, exactly. And we look forward to you if you ever decide to come yes. back.
0: And they're like, We'll make arrangements to to as you wish, basically. Right. This is what you asked for. We will gladly, you know, take all your music off of our platform. Mm-hmm. And so he did that. And people online went nuts on both sides of the debate. Right. Of course. In our world here in Alabama, it was a lot of let's make fun of Neil Young, right? Yeah, which I have because
1: heard. because of the Sweet Home Alabama song. Sure, where there's a line right. that says, "Ronnie, well, I hope Neil Young will remember yes. Southern Man don't need him round." Right. Yes, because yeah. he
0: wrote Southern Man. Uh, anyway, that's that's a whole other tangent <laughs> we can go into. Which I did listen to Leonard Skinner on Spotify this week. No joke, and I didn't even like ironically do it. It dawned on me. Like halfway through working for MCA, it was like, well, I listened to Skinner and I just took Neil Young off right. of here. How much more Alabamian can I be? But, and also,
1: a lot of people have pointed out the irony of Neil Young facing censorship sure. for some of his music early on in his career. Yeah. And now he's trying to censor a podcaster right. for for questioning the narrative.
0: Sure. Well, and yeah, that was the thing. Neil Young had a video that MTV refused to play, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure in the 60s, there were radio stations everywhere that were like, hey, it was this long-haired Canadian down here and we're not playing it. I, I'm sure when they burned Beatles records and everything else, Doug Layton, GOAT Alabama commentator, by the way, who did our football games, organized a record burning. I'm sure Neil Young was in on that too, uh-huh. you know? So, Yeah. It is a little weird that he would get to the point to go. I need to hush somebody else up, right? You would think, but I don't know.
1: You know. And this is just—I don't know this. This is true. This is the conspiracy, <laughs> yeah, minded part of me. It, I wonder if somebody went to Neil Young or somebody maybe knew him was talking to him and was like, "Hey, you should. You know what you should do? You should pull your music off Spotify. Yeah. That'll show him."
0: Well, one thing I know from growing up in church and everything else is like fanatic orthodoxy does not allow a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, it's let's squash this as quickly as possible before it gets out of hand. And I would think if Neil Young could take a step back, he would realize I'm being an orthodox, you know, fanatic about this. And that's probably not who I am at my core. Mm Yeah. And then there's also the angle that, he's getting old and he wants to make a little more money and let's get a good PR hit. You know, I don't know. I imagine Neil Young's probably very wealthy so Maybe he doesn't need the money. I don't know. Yeah. but I know He's like,
1: he could probably afford three houses in Bell Mead. Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm sure you could. Let me look <laughs> up his net worth right now. Is this, this is the crazy thing. When I when I I see rich people getting mad about stuff, I look up at their net worth, and I'm like, nah, "Man, I, I can't get on your side either way." You know, mm-hmm. like like you're mad about something, and and you don't even have to shout for your own groceries. Let's see, his net worth is two hundred million dollars.
1: Nice. There
0: you go. Okay. God bless capitalism. <laughs> now, you know,
1: that's not quite a hundred million.
0: No. No. <laughs> Not quite a hundred million but, for a one year's award or however long the contract was yeah, I have not
1: I have not peeled through Joe Rogan no. Spotify. I'm waiting contract. for our offer,
0: you know <laughs> and I want yeah. it, I want to be on the record as we are pro Spotify in this argument. okay because <laughs> yes. Neil Young ain't gonna pay us nothing right never ever Oh uh-huh. so, yeah, Spotify we're out here. We're just waiting. Mm-hmm. I mean Tiny and I'll split 50 million. Would yeah. you would you be willing to do that? Oh, I don't yeah. want to speak for you. Yeah, we'll split 50 million. Yeah. And we'll put out four episodes a week. I could do that. Yeah. I need Friday, Saturday, Sunday all. <laughs> yeah. nice. High school football, college football, yeah. and the NFL.
1: And Thursday I need to leave after lunch. All <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We want to do it all from Alabama, yeah. you know, like right here. We'll just – let's turn your house into our studio. We'll buy a much bigger. We'll be go over to the 06, you know. We'll be out there in North River. We'll this just, will just be the studio. Yeah, this will be our studio yeah, in me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. That would, be, that would be cool. Sure, till we get shut down because it's not zoned zone commercial or something, and some city council person yeah. will get on their high horse. Yeah,
1: Or when uh, Right Said Fred comes out and says that Spotify <laughs> has to choose between – the Earth Oddity podcast or Rights and Fred.
0: We need to try to get uh, we need to try to get Pass Assault taken down. You remember that podcast?
1: Oh yeah, that's
0: a callback. That's like a three year old callback. But the people who have been listening that long know what's up. You know. I wonder if that dude's even still putting out stuff. I have no idea. It's almost Super Bowl time,
1: you know? <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: And this year, we got Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and Kendrick Lamar performing at halftime. So uh-huh.
1: so probably, well, now, I don't know this guy. I'm yeah. probably not sexual temptation. Yeah, I don't think that'll but be But I'm sure issue. there'll be plenty of stuff for him to yeah. complain about.
0: Well, they'll probably have some dancers. You know, I've yeah, been to probably. a few rap concerts in my life. They usually <laughs> got some dancers around, yeah. so... He'll be able to work that in there. God, there's like so many people that probably have no idea. You know, all those that's a story shows, yeah. the like three of them that are still listening to us that we haven't <laughs> ran off, they have no idea what we're talking
1: about. Also, let me say that before we leave this topic, uh, Crosby, Steels, and Nash, oh, they yeah. have now come out and said that they want their music taken down sure. if Joe Rogan isn't censored sure. and removed from the platform. Yeah. And even my- though
0: I think <laughs> they removed Neil Young from their group. I yeah. <laughs> stand in solidarity with him today.
1: Well, my question is, why can they not get anyone more relevant? Sure, you know, you see what I'm saying.
0: No, no I've I always said like, before like, the show. Okay,
1: if Joe Rogan is my target, I yeah. got to take him down, John. Yeah, we need to get somebody like that the world loves. Sure, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I was going to say we're going to take their music. We're going to get them yeah. to give Spotify an ultimatum. Hmm, who could it be? Who could it be? William Hung. <laughs> we will get William Hung to say he will take down his music of Spotify. Don't censor Joe. Rogan. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like y- y'all need to get somebody. Yeah, that bigger Yeah, I agree. That people care about that pulls in more downloads than Joe Rogan. Right. If you want to take, if you want to take him down. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah, I don't think anybody, because there's been several people that have announced they're they're leaving Spotify, right? But none of them, or there is nobody that is young that has said. Hey, I'm I'm gonna get off of this. You know, <laughs> they've all been people that are like, you know, fifty and up. They're AARP members, right? And that were alive when JFK was assassinated. <laughs> you know, yeah. And like, all the young people are just like, hey, y'all, this ain't that big a deal. Right. You know, I feel like that's kind of how the world's kind of feels about it too. Like, look, well, if, if Joe Rogan's saying stupid stuff, I'm not gonna listen to him. You yeah. know, like, why would I? Because he says stuff that I don't agree with. I think he's wrong. Which, and then which they for go the over record, about their life. I right. don't
1: agree with Joe Rogan, everything he says. No. Probably chiefly among them is I'm a Christian and yeah. he's like uh, agnostic. Yes. So there's a big one right there. Sure. But yeah. that doesn't mean I don't, you know, still listen to, you know, other stuff he has to say. I agree with him on other stuff, and I like a lot of the people he does have on the show to yeah. talk to. Well the crazy And thing, some of them I don't either. So yeah.
0: the crazy thing about freedom is there is no freedom unless there is somebody doing something you don't like. You know, Uh like if everybody does everything you like, then there's really not true freedom. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, it's like I would never burn a flag. You know, that's an easy example to use. But the but the reason that freedom is good is because someone can go burn a flag. Right. You know, and if I pass a law that says they can't, well, are we really free? Like on a philosophical level or I, you know, I could get my panties in a bunch about it, but. You know, what's that going to do? You know, like you got to let people do stuff different and think differently, say differently in order for there to be true freedom. And you have to be mature enough, I think, to allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. Now, the fallback is going to be these people are going to die. You know, that's what they got to. <laughs> I said it on this podcast before I had COVID, you know, before yeah. we had COVID, before I gave you COVID in an intense makeout session. And uh, that uh, that's how they get you. You can't win an argument against them because they're like, well, you're going to kill somebody's grandmama. And you're just like, well, golly. I, well, what know.
1: happens when you say this? What about if Joe Rogan is not allowed to remain on Spotify, people will die? <laughs> I don't know. Because he gives out a lot of health tips. Sure, he talks about Workout, how important health is yeah. and how important it is to for like you know people who are overweight like me. Yeah, to get to get healthy. He's yeah. all about exercise. He's yeah. all about nutrition. Yeah, if he's not allowed to say all this stuff, sure. people will die. Yeah, no, yeah, they will. You're right. <laughs>
0: Obesity is a huge killer, and <laughs> yeah. I suffer from it. So. Yeah. I, the difference is, is I kind of just want to die, so you know I don't pay attention to Joe Rogan.
1: So somebody do all the math on that. He, yeah, so, if somebody is able to calculate how many people will hypothetically die yeah. from listening to Joe Rogan versus how many people will hypothetically die from being not allowed to listen to Joe Rogan, <laughs> come up with a figure. Yeah, let's see. Or, or or maybe how about this? How about we all just take a step back and think? You know, this is all just. Stupid. Yes, that's really what it is. (laughs) It's so stupid. Like,
0: like if you get down to the core of the whole issue, it's just stupid. It's so stupid. It's like, why would anybody ever make this an issue? But I think it's like an old person thing, you know?
1: (laughs) Like, well, I really do. And from the outside, that's what it looks like.
0: Like, the people that I've seen most upset either way on it yeah. have been old people. The uh-huh. people making fun of it are, like, our age and down. Because <laughs> yes. we all know it don't matter. You know, like, it doesn't matter. If he's saying stuff that's stupid, then don't listen to it. Tell your friends, hey, don't listen to Joe Rogan. He's saying stupid stuff. You know, I don't want you out there licking horse paste or whatever to get over COVID.
1: Also, let's, let me just throw this out there. Let's say that we do convince Spotify to break their contract and mm-hmm. give Joe Rogan a 100 million dollars and, yeah. and take take his podcast do you think he's not going to have a podcast oh, anymore? he'll put that bad boy on anchor for free he would probably you know? love that yes he would probably love to not be oh. on Spotify
0: <laughs> exclusively well do you know like how much many more listeners it would bring there's also a huge they're trying to ban or like take this book out of library you know miles that happened this week too so, like the opposite. No, I'm, I'm not familiar yeah. with that Oh yeah, I can't remember what town is in. It blew up too. Okay. You know, I have friends on both sides of political <laughs> spectrum, Tiny.
1: Which is healthy.
0: Yes, right. It is. I think it gives you an important like uh uh idea of where everybody's mindset is.
1: I can remember years ago when I like first got on Facebook and like the timeline became a thing and people were sure. posting all kinds of stuff and being like, I can't believe so and so would post that. I can't yeah. believe so and so would post that. Right. You know, after 10 years of that. You yeah. become like, okay, well, you know what? Not everybody thinks the same way. Exactly. Yes. And humanity is better for that because I if agree. we all thought the exact same way, yes, then like we wouldn't progress yeah. as much. I mean, we need new ideas to to, you know, go forward. But
0: the thing is is if you're like uh if you're Neil Young. Mm -hmm. You know, we already know old people don't understand the Internet like they're supposed to. You know, (laughs) I get a friend request from Penny McNutt on Facebook every week (laughs) where somebody (laughs) has stolen her password. It's always a scammer. Every (laughs) week it happens. And her and Neil are probably the same age. You know, love Penny, by the way. Uh, Anyways, uh So they don't understand the internet. And Neil's probably on Twitter or whatever and reading it and reading everybody getting fired up about Joe Rogan. He's like, you know what? I can do something about this. I'm Neil Young. One of the most respected <laughs> musicians
1: of all time, because he's thinking back to his touring yeah, days. He's still been like yeah, packed it's like, arenas. Yeah, he thinks it's nineteen sixty eight, you know,
0: because <laughs> yes. that's what I see. I still think it's nineteen ninety five, you know, <laughs> like that's just how your mind works. And then he gets fired up and does this, yeah. and then all the other old people and people that are like orthodox on the issue, who could be younger people too get all fired up about it uh-huh. and that emboldens him and then other people are like well look at all these people i'm gonna get in on this and you know and then everybody else in the world is like hey, "This, re- you guys are making a big fuss over something that shouldn't really be anything to fuss
1: over mm-hmm. yeah you
0: know? that's just how i look at it yeah anyway so that's that's joe and joe versus neil <laughs> which is really an old people issue. They don't understand the internet. Like if you get on Twitter and everybody's saying Joe Rogan sucks, you know, you got to understand that's Twitter and they say everything sucks. People are mean on Twitter.
1: (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're chasing clout and that's how you Here, Here's the thing. You can say something super controversial and get a whole lot of hate. You can have your tweet ratioed, but just that's, from the sheer fact that that's going to get it attention mm-hmm. makes it worth some people to say crazy outlandish yeah. crap like that. And that's why they do it. And that's why Twitter is such a cesspool.
0: Yes. Yeah, I yeah, know. You're right. Yeah. You're exactly right. It is a cesspool. Even sport. I love, I'm only on Twitter for sports, really. Every once in a while, like Whoopi Goldberg broke through the timeline today. <laughs> you know?
1: Yes. oh saying. The Holocaust. <laughs> the Holocaust, John. Yeah. Was not about race. <laughs> well,
0: here's all right. I, I don't want to talk about Whoopi any longer than we have to because we got a show to do and you got to get to work. <laughs> yeah. But I was under the impression that Miss Goldberg was Jewish this whole time. I thought <laughs> that she was Jewish. It was only today that I found out her name is like Karen Johnson or something, and she changed it to Whoopi Goldberg. Right. This whole time I was like, Whoopi's Jewish, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, my whole life, literally. Like uh-huh. I was like, "How bold of her for a Jewish lady to be Sister Act?"
1: You know, to be a nun. <laughs>
0: you <know? laughs>
1: also, uh, you know, I maybe she had a larger point, maybe. But imagine somebody saying, "Well, you know, slavery wasn't about race. Sure. Slavery was about man's right. humanity to man, man's well, inhumanity towards man." I don't, I don't
0: want to same get, thing. Yes, I don't want to get into. Uh, Well, here's a thing that confuses me. All right. Sometimes, and any of our Jewish listeners, please comment, call in, get in the Discord, whatever. Sometimes Jewish people are counted as white, you know? And then (laughs) other times Jewish people are counted as Jewish people. I, I don't understand that either. And then there are African-American or, or, you know, Jewish people, too. Rod Carew, I assumed Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> you know? but And there's like, uh, what is it, Beta Israel and Ethiopia and all that. So, you know, I assumed it was all up in there. I just don't understand. Sometimes we count Jews as white people and sometimes we don't. I'm mm-hmm. cool. I welcome everybody to the white race, you know?
1: <laughs> yes. I welcome all races <laughs>
0: to our race, so including O.J. Simpson. Sure, man. Well, I mean <laughs> Forgive and forget, Tiny,
1: is what the Bible says. (laughs) He was found not guilty. That's right, by a jury of his peers. (laughs) And when he was busted for his little sting operation, he served his time. That's right. He has paid his
0: debt to society. Heck of a guy. Dude's going wild on Twitter, by the way. (laughs) When he got on it, it was amazing. (laughs) You're like, it's OJ. He blocked a lot of people. Uh, I don't know how he even got to Whoopi- Oh, I was talking about Twitter being accessible. Yeah. yeah. So like, I rarely see that, but sports Twitter's real mean, too. But all of sports is mean. Yes. Yeah. Alabama lost again to Auburn last night in <laughs> basketball. Had people text messaging me in the middle of the night. So whatever. <laughs> Let's get back to Groundhog Day. Uh, weather predicting Milltown male, male, M-E-L, dies just before Groundhog Day. So Milltown Mail is from Milltown, New Jersey, and he mm-hmm. is their groundhog. Okay, there are multiple groundhogs. Birmingham has a groundhog. Other locations have groundhogs. I'm only
1: familiar with the what was the one in Groundhogs Day, Pucks, Tawny Pucks, Phil or something? Tawny yeah. Phil, Yeah, that's the only. He's the only one I know about.
0: That's the only one that counts to me. You know, <laughs>
1: right. like you got
0: to. I need a dude with a top hat on. You know, holding this thing up in the air, mm-hmm. which happened. What a weird tradition to get into, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you just look at it. Uh, anyways, every February, hundreds of onlookers flock to the American Legion Pavilion, trying to catch a glimpse of a local celebrity, Milltown Milltown male.
1: How many did they say flock there?
0: uh They said hundreds of onlookers, <laughs> and you know the American Legion Pavilion smells like cigarettes, <laughs> yeah, even though it's outdoors. Um says, however, Groundhog Day won't be the same this year. The weather-predicting groundhog died just before his annual big day on Groundhog Day. The tradition holds that if a groundhog sees its shadow, we can expect six more weeks of winter. And if the groundhog doesn't see its shadow, an early spring is, tra- is predicted. But Milltown has canceled its event because the Wranglers don't have time to find a replacement for male. So he went on in to receive his reward. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, my good and faithful groundhog. You know,
1: and he didn't have like an air.
0: I guess they didn't have one lined up. I think it would be good policy right. dealing with rodents to have a backup. You know, their lifespan well, can't be that Well, these groundhogs, do they have
1: to go to school to become like – I don't know. Do you have to go to the meteorology school?
0: <laughs> go over to Mississippi State to meteorology school. Um, so we uh, There's a quote here from a wrangler. I like that uh, you are a groundhog wrangler. This is Russell M. M-, M- Binder. We just said, you know what? We can't do it this year. You can't do it the day before. It takes a lot of planning. Um, his death was announced on a Facebook page set up for him. Uh, we Wranglers are sad to report that Milltown Mail recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge, the post said.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's getting a little esoteric for my taste. <laughs> uh,
0: yes. Considering the... Uh, Animals don't have souls. We've I've covered that before. Okay, <laughs> considering the average lifespan of a groundhog is about three years, this is not such a shock. But male left us at a tough time of the year when most of his fellow fellow groundhogs are hibernating. So hmm. they started their tradition way back in two thousand nine. <laughs> <laughs> He just tried to get a little pub for Milltown, New Jersey. Um, yeah, like. Well, it worked. It seems like an omen if the groundhog dies before Groundhog Day.
1: Well, if if the groundhog dies, I'm pretty sure he didn't see a shadow. That's so, what does true. that mean? Does that mean?
0: Well, Libby told me the one, I guess it was the, the official one, mm-hmm. Punk's Tommy Phil or whatever. Right. He saw his shadow. Okay. So, we're supposed to have six more weeks of winter.
1: Right. I don't know. But New Jersey, yeah. because their groundhog is dead rotting in the ground right sure. now, yeah, they get no. early spring.
0: Yeah, I guess Isn't so. Isn't that the rules? I guess so. <laughs> and like, I wonder what the Birmingham ones saw because that's closer <laughs> to our weather pattern. I was
1: to say, next year we need to take him out <laughs> <laughs> so we can get early spring. <laughs> let's,
0: let's get our own groundhog. You know, yeah. we'll just have the Earth Oddity groundhog. I was day. just about
1: to say, yeah, not Tuscaloosa. Just this is the yeah, Earth Oddity the groundhog. Earth-oddy He's groundhog. the official. <laughs> For the world, he is the official yes. groundhog.
0: We had one that got in our backyard at the old house. It yeah. would come in our backyard, dug big hole and all that. We had chipmunks <laughs> and everything in that yard, but it was out there one day and it climbed over my chain link fence. Like I came, out, I was going to huh. shoot it. Of course, you know because <laughs> yes. you have to defend because this the is property. before
1: we were trying to. To Capture one, right? Yeah, <laughs> to be our meteorologist. For I did podcast. put a live
0: trap out there. I carried around two live traps of mud huts for forever and tried <laughs> to trap this thing. I did trap a possum one time and that was it, but uh, it, the groundhog never got in it, but it climbed over my chain link fence, no joke, like scaled it like it wasn't nothing <laughs> wow. and went over it and jumped down on the other side. So uh, and then my neighbor eventually shot it because it was getting in his garden. And he like, was like, "I just sat out on a porch and waited for it."
1: I would love it next year if we had this big thing. We're standing up in front of the podium. Yeah, and like Wilts is there, sure, and Stevens there. Cajun
0: curl truck behind <laughs> and, us. Yes,
1: yes. And, and we're we're fixing to bring out. What would our groundhog's name be?
0: Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, what's a good O name for oddity? Uh, o and oddity. <laughs> I don't know
1: uh, Orlando something I don't know anyway we're fixing to bring him out and uh, we're like and he says ah he bit me what's that mean <laughs> yeah, we're,
0: we're getting rabies we have to, like, everybody have to go on the panel I have to go get rabies shots and stuff yes. yeah which I that heard means, those-
1: that means we skip spring and go straight to summer
0: yeah I, I you know they wear gloves. I saw a thing. I heard they they like practice and all that. So I, I think the groundhog gets conditioned. So mm-hmm. maybe we we can like stick it in a cat carrier and <laughs> just practice getting it out a few times, and, and we'll be okay without getting bite bitten.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do we? Okay. Back to Paxtoni Phil or whoever, yeah. Like, how do we know if he saw a shadow or not? I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I, do we ask him?
0: What I've always assumed is that they open up the little box he's in and if he runs back towards the back, they're like, Oh, he saw a shadow. And if he stays still, they're like, Oh, he didn't see a shadow. That's that's all I'm thinking. But how does it not run to the back every time there are like thousands of people cheering,
2: <laughs> flash bubs going off, you know,
0: some fifty dudes in top hats all staring in the door at him. He's got to get scared every time,
1: you know? And what's with the top hats? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this whole thing is wonderful.
0: You're you're more in tune with top hat culture than I am. You <laughs> really? have worn top hats I before. Have. I never have. So I've worn a zoot suit before, so yeah. I'm more in tune with that. If Sometimes we have a, so- <laughs> a, a zoot suit, you know, question, I'll be the expert on that. You're, I'm going to defer to you on all top hat <laughs> topics.
1: Gotcha. Well, John, my next story here is: Do you ever eat at Golden Corral?
0: Yes, of course. Do, do
1: we don't? We don't have a lot of them down here, though.
0: I, we don't have a lot. I we were we had rinds. Right? <laughs> we do,
1: you know, <laughs> or we had rinds. Yeah, there's
0: not a rinds in I town think, anymore. Uh,
1: COVID is pretty much that's shut tough. down all the. Got to be in tough
0: town. on the buffet
1: industry. I know. You know,
0: like how bad is it on restaurants in general? But if you got a buffet, that's tough.
1: You may as well just go ahead and. Yeah. Start looking for a job.
0: Sure, yeah, I know. How do you make it through it?
1: I don't know. I don't know how. What's the the one down here?
0: Uh, you talk about the
1: Chinese, the one? Peking or whatever. Yeah, I don't one, know how they. I don't know how they've managed to remain open. You
0: talk about the one by the original Taco
1: Bell. Yes, right.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but I used to stop in there pre-COVID and get lunch. You know, I'd just go through and get a to-go plate. Yeah. That's what good's a buffet if you can't get something to-go, you know? (laughs) That's why you line your pockets
1: with plastic bags. That's right.
0: (laughs) We're toting out 50 egg rolls. We need egg rolls all week, family.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, I have eaten at a Golden Corral exactly one time. Oh, yeah? And it was in Cincinnati. Me and my dad were going to a Reds game. Okay, and we stopped at 1-1 one, one time. Nice. And it was fine. You're a Reds fan? No, but we wanted to go to a Reds game. I, yeah. At the time, I was living in Louisville. And okay. so we were like, well, let's ride up to Cincinnati. It's not that long of a got drive you. to go to a game. And that game, I got to see both Ken Griffey Jr. and Mark McGuire hit a home run. There you go. Because they were playing, uh, well, whoever <laughs> whoever he was on the, whoever Ken Griffey was with that, that year.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't remember what year they played together. But it's okay. Anyway,
1: yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes. A- anyway, the buffet was fine, but there was one. This comes from CBS Philly. The headline here is: Massive brawl breaks out in Ben Salem, or maybe it's Ben Salem Golden Corral over alleged steak shortage. <laughs> <laughs> a Friday night out turned a Friday night out turned into a melee in Ben Salem at a Golden Corral restaurant. Now, police are trying to figure out how it all started. A former employee of the restaurant says he was told the fight may have happened after a customer became enraged when the buffet ran out of steak. Which, I mean, that would that would aggravate yeah, me too, right? Video shared with Eyewitness News shows punches being thrown and high chairs flying. Hopefully, there's no babies involved <laughs> <buckled> in <laughs> as a fight breaks out inside the golden the Golden Corral Friday evening. Uh, Police confirmed that the brawl may have involved more than 40 people, and it happened following an argument among some customers. Officers are still looking into what caused the argument. I've never seen nothing like it in Golden Corral before, former employee Dylan Becker said. Becker, who used to work at the Corral, said that he was told by a current employee about the initial, initial altercation. From what I heard, it was over steak. Apparently, somebody cut in line. Oh, that'll get you, man. (laughs) His friend heard the same details. There was a shortage of steak, and two parties were involved, and one family cut in front of another family, and they were taking their time, and they ran out of steak, and then it got into a heated exchange at the tables. In the video, a man is heard screaming, all I wanted was some steak. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I get you. I feel you on that.
0: Oh, you can't go breaking in line, you know? No, yeah. I mean, that's a. Like we live in a society,
1: you know. Like <laughs> you have to follow
0: the line. That's how life works, you know. Yeah,
1: you can't break in line. You deserve to get punched for breaking. I mean, in is line. this what is this like China when it was under Mongol rule? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's exactly right. These people
0: are the same people, the line breakers, same people that leave their buggies in the parking lot at the at the <laughs> grocery store. They're the litterers. They're the people that we need to be filling our prisons with, you know, them and violent offenders release everybody else. Barbarians. They are, they should be tarred and feathered. I'm serious. I, Cause it's so inconsiderate. We live in a society. Anyways,
1: uh, it goes on and uh, to, they just quote some people talking about how terrible this was, but you know, worse than the fight that broke out. Is the fact that this family would cut in front of another family and take their state. Yes, that's it. That's that's the
0: most alarming thing. I don't. I think that's justifiable grounds to fight. You know, yeah. uh, and I think the ultimate blame on this should be laid on Biden's feet for <laughs> supply chain shortages. Yes. You know. Oh, uh, We just got to, I mean, let's go straight to the top. Yeah, We we have to blame the current administration.
1: Do we know if, if Golden Corral has a vaccine mandate? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But If uh, only
1: we were allowed to serve a COVID-ridden steak. Maybe this <laughs> would, could have been avoided.
0: <laughs> Maybe so. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But you, when you have your heart set on a steak... And somebody cuts in line and gets it, it kill you. I mean, I, I, I don't, that's devastating. I
1: love steak.
0: Me too. So,
1: and you know what? I mean, don't 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 get me wrong. I love the ribeyes and the t-bones and all that stuff. But just a sirloin steak, sure. I like that too. I'll take right. that.
0: When I was a kid, when we would eat steak, I just always was like, this is what rich people eat. That's like in <laughs> right. my mind. That's what, And so every time I eat steak, I have that same feeling. Yes. Like this is what rich people eat. And I now get- that I am rich, <laughs> it's like double awesome. So, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: So I can eat steak whenever I want to now. So
1: Yeah. I, I used to think, you know, I can I get to eat steak. On special occasions, but like rich people, they eat steak every week.
0: Yeah, all the time. (laughs) Like three times a week. They have steak for breakfast. That's why they have it on the menu at Waffle House. I was about
1: to say, yeah, steak and eggs. (coughs) Beautiful. That's the most expensive thing on the menu. That's when I've run you like 10 bucks, John. (laughs) Went to the Waffle House the other day. Nice. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, was it everything I dreamed it would be? Yes. It's exactly everything you dreamed it would be. Yeah, they're not still not open all the time now. But Hudson and I went for lunch on Friday because his school was shut down. They didn't have enough teachers, so (laughs) I took him to Waffle House for lunch. Nice. Speaking of Hudson, he turned fourteen on Sunday. He did. Um, I probably have talked to, you know, Hudson has a lot of heart issues that he was born with congenital heart defects, basically has half a heart that's in the wrong side of his mm-hmm. chest, which is not a big deal. Apparently like the first thing they told us when he was still in the womb was, yeah, it looks like his heart's in the wrong side of his chest. And I was like, oh my goodness, it's not going to get worse than this. And the doctor was like, yeah, no, that's not that big a deal, man. Mm-hmm. He was like, let me tell you the big deal. <laughs> uh-huh. was like, yeah, your kid's probably not going to live. And anyways, uh-huh. So he's 14, miracle, really, and I don't talk a lot about it because I don't want him to be identified. I don't want him to create an identity for himself that he is just a kid who has overcome a lot of heart issues because it's so much more than that. Right. Well, there's some exciting news that broke this week. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about the Muslim doctor behind the first cocaine laced pig to human heart transplant.
1: That didn't even dong on me that this might at some point like directly tie into y'all's family, absolutely. Yeah, okay.
0: Currently, Hudson is not a transplant uh, candidate because he's doing good, right? Well, the way his heart is formed, though they can never get a regular heart in there, you know. Well, what
1: about a pig part? Maybe Place with cocaine.
0: Yeah, maybe. A pig heart with a cocaine. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I got a, I got a dry throat. All right. When Dr. Muhammad Muhadin was growing up in the seaside city of Karchi in Pakistan, the word pig was taboo at home. Mentioned in any Mentioning it accidentally would have him punished and told to wash his mouth out. Just for
1: mentioning. I don't know how you accidentally
0: mention pigs. How do you accidentally mention anything, really?
1: Well, maybe he's like sitting there on the couch and he's reading his little ABC book. And it's like the horse goes, nay. And the sheep goes bad. And the pig (laughs) goes. How dare you say that? We don't Uh, speak about pork in this house.
0: He said, it was a big no-no in my family. It was forbidden in our home. Uh, He would even accompany his father and brother to hunt wild pigs outside the bustling metropolis in the rural areas of his province, Um, which hog hunting is a time-honored tradition in the South, too. So um, fast forward decades from now, and the doctor is one of the pioneers behind the first genetically modified pig heart to be transplanted into a human body. This groundbreaking surgery took place in the first week of the year at the University of Maryland Medical Center. Um, He is their director of cardiac xenotransplantation, the process of transplanting a living heart from one species to another. Uh, Led by him and Bartley P. Griffin, the director of the center's cardiac transplant program, the latest procedure used a heart from a genetically altered pig supplied by a Swedish biotech company. Hmm. The recipient of the heart is a 57-year-old man currently in recovery in the United States, which has an acute organ shortage crisis. I'm going to read that again for you, Mr. I'm not donating my
1: organs. I will donate my organs. <laughs> we donate a, my organs.
0: <laughs> we oh, but on your own terms.
1: <laughs> on my wife's
0: terms. <laughs> we have an acute organ shortage. The transplant has opened up vistas of life-saving possibilities for thousands on National Organ Transplant List. This is a super long article, and it gets a little bit um, deep into medical stuff. I'm, I'm looking for the cocaine part, though. <laughs> uh he he did go on to say he got quite a backlash from his family. They wanted to know why they were why he was using this animal because they won't say pig.
1: Yeah, I have questions too. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm glad they're doing it. Yes, but if if me not being a doctor and <laughs> knowing nothing about transplant surgeries, yeah, but was just going to like take a wild you know trivial pursuit guess at this, I would say it would be like a chimp heart, like a chimpan from a chimpanzee. Yeah, like a baboon
0: heart, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I agree. Um, Like,
1: why a pig?
0: Well, he said they manipulated the genes of these pigs. I read this whole article, by the way, (laughs) uh, to become a little bit closer to terms in uh, humans in terms of immunology. He said, we didn't convert it into human, but we changed the genes in a way that the organ rejection was delayed. It's like a transplant from a human to human where you still have to use drugs, but you know you can control it. If we had not done that, the rejection happens within minutes, and the organ is useless. Hmm. Um, He said the use of pig organs inspires less controversy outside the Muslim world. Since I live in a country where pork is consumed on a regular basis, it is not an ethical issue here like in the Western world. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, an ethical issue here in the Western world. He said it was easy. Um, He said he told his family that he tries to follow all the tenets of Islam So the concern was in the back of my mind the whole time. He said, I used to try to find reasoning for me to continue using this animal. Hmm.
3: Uh,
0: He said, the final consensus was there was nothing greater than the eye in the eyes of God than saving the life of a human. Uh, He said, but they didn't end there. All the challenges didn't end there. Like getting over his religious difficulties, figuring out the science would find it. He said they had to come up with a unique cocktail of hormones and, uh, and a minute, a minute but controversial amount of cocaine invited close inspections by U.S. drug enforcement and uh, inf- uh, officers.
1: Okay, why was cocaine the secret ingredient here? Like, What did it do?
0: Well, he said the cocaine name pops out because everybody thinks, oh, my God, what is cocaine doing in here? He said the brew, which contains around 10 hormones, includes cortisol and adrenaline, um, was cocaine, but the coke along with cocaine, but cocaine helps stimulate the heart.
1: He it said, needs a kick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he said, uh, he said it was effective in preventing heart failure during transplants. He uh-huh. said, we were not using the solution. We were getting failures within 48 hours, but we started using this and infusing the heart with this solution, and the heart became well preserved and started beating pretty well. He says, a bit of a hassle, but it's a routine to procure. Or it's a routine procedure to procure when importing controlled substances, he said. So he said it'll be a great advance in the process if it's approved by the regulatory agencies here also. Cause it's not, I mean, they're using a a what, a schedule one narcotic uh, to to do stuff. Now, you used to get get Coca Cola with cocaine and like they had all these elixirs with cocaine (laughs) back in the day. And then everybody started getting hooked on it. And they're like, eh, maybe we need to outlaw this. So, yeah. But anyways, so long story short, a uh, Muslim doctor puts aside his religious convictions to use a pig. That's a big storyline uh-huh. in there. And then they also use cocaine. And this
1: could potentially save a lot of lives,
0: potentially save a lot of lives since people like you won't donate their organs.
1: The only downside, this guy going to Muslim hell.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, according to us, he's probably going to, anyways. Right. You know, right. So that's fine.
1: Maybe going to Jewish hell, too.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) The old double whammy. (laughs) Uh, But I I do think that it's pretty profound that he, all right, being Baptist, I've rationalized a lot of sin in my life. Okay. (laughs) So. I think it's pretty profound that he came to the point that there's nothing higher in God's eye than saving another human's life, you know, which is really what Jesus did, you know, when you Mm -hmm. get down to it. So uh, I guess if if you got to touch a pig, then you got to use a pig or whatever. I don't know.
1: Maybe Jesus doesn't cast you into the abyss. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you know. (laughs) I have bacon for dinner tonight, right? <laughs> I thank the Lord for being born in a uh, Christian nation where I could <laughs> I could eat pork. You know, yeah. had pork chops last Wednesday night too. <laughs> I love pig. Ah, oh, so good.
1: Oh man! All right. Well, my next story here. This is gonna be my last story. A suspect in Las Vegas crash. He was. He was arrested because he was driving his car down the wrong way of a road, and he has since told the judge that the reason he was doing that is because the ghost of a NASCAR driver told him to do so. Naturally. So, justified, right?
0: Sure, we've all been
1: there. (laughs) A man accused of intentionally driving the wrong way on the 215 Beltway told a judge Tuesday that the ghost of a NASCAR driver told him to do it. Daniel Asif... 51, faces charges of attempted murder, DUI, and battery with a deadly weapon after vehicle crashes reported in the area of Lake North Drive and Fort Apache Road near Sahara Avenue. In a court hearing Tuesday, Asif told the judge that the ghost of Dale Earnhardt told him to drive the wrong way on the freeway in order to get the mayor's attention and bring NASCAR back to Las Vegas. (laughs) Okay. Now, at this point, if I'm the judge, I'm throwing this case out. Sure, yeah, meeting well, adjourned, <laughs> court adjourned.
0: I, if I was a judge, I would make this point: is maybe we shouldn't take driving advice from a guy who died in a car accident. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> that would you should you should that should give you some pause before you go driving the wrong way. Okay,
1: Judge Ann Zimmerman noted that Asif reportedly had heroin and methamphetamine in his system at I don't the time do of it. the crash. i don't make you which see Which I would some just ghosts. like to say for the record, that had nothing to do with his visions <laughs> of Del Earnhardt. Okay, that is a completely sure. coincidental, non-related issue. Sure, dude. right. Prosecutors asked for a $200,000 bail for Asif, including alcohol monitoring and a ban on driving. The judge set bail at $500,000, ordering Asif not to drive and then calling him a danger to the community. Wow. So... But I think huh. we can all agree that Las Vegas does need a NASCAR racetrack, though. They they got one. I don't think NASCAR goes there anymore. Though. Well, they need to come back. Yeah, and NASCAR suffered. And I, and I was really iffy on that, John. Yeah. Until this sure. guy was driving down the road the wrong way.
0: The ghost of Dale <laughs> demands it. You know? Hey. It's only right to honor Dale Earnhardt's wishes in this matter, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. They used to have a race in Las Vegas, so I assume they have a track. Mm-hmm. But NASCAR suffered a lot here, really since the death of Dale Earnhardt has kind of went downhill, right. uh, Because, which is I, – I don't, I don't know that it's – a good commentary on NASCAR as a sport to have one star so transcendent that the entire sport suffers after he passes away. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of amazing that a dude from a regional car racing, mainly Southern sport, grew the sport to like really a worldwide phenomenon there for a while. And that's why people love Dale, Mm -hmm. you know? But I want to know if the ghost was like, wrangler era dale you know like when he was younger or you know goodyear dale who you know the guy when he died you know because we're supposed i've always assumed we're going to be in our perfect form i'm not going to be an old man in heaven when
1: i die right i think it was the i think it was the ghost of dale earnhardt that tied the garage door pull into her noose (laughs) to spook Bubba wallace
0: some ghosts are pranksters, you know, <laughs> some ghosts are pranksters. Of course, that wasn't a noose, you know, it was like, no, a, it was
1: a noose, John.
0: That was like uh timber at it. hitch He something. looked
1: at it, it was a noose. <laughs> it was put there to scare him.
0: It wasn't a, it, there was no
1: slip in the knot is what I heard, you know? Um, so, it, well, I mean, if it's on a garage door, it yeah. would make sense. You wouldn't want. Yeah, you would want to
0: slip. Yeah, right, exactly. You would want a loop you could grab and pull down. Right. Right, right. Yeah. But I think that's what the FBI concluded. (laughs) That's where we are in our nation is the FBI got brought into that. You know? (laughs) Like, it's all going to fall apart one yeah. day. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, our society is about when all to the all the FBI
1: had to do was inside violence. Sure. At a Trump rally. Yeah.
0: Back in the good old days. Right. Lead, like, a five-year investigation into some dossier about Trump peeing on people or getting peed on or something not that turned people. out to be completely
1: false. It's not just people rushing
0: hookers, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. All of that, you, you we went through that, and then they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh yeah, no, all this is wrong. Yeah, no,
1: <laughs> you remember? Yes, like that's what happened. <laughs> and we wrote that story for two years, John. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you could have think they
0: could have spoken up before then and been like, hey guys, yeah, no, no, all that we figured out, <laughs> it wasn't right. Okay, <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Anyways. It was fun, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a, just an observer, it was real fun. Um,
1: And, it, and it's nice to see that uh, FBI agents are, are still in middle school. Yes, sure.
0: <laughs> I have a friend who is an FBI agent. and uh,
1: Has he ever actively incited violence? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't
0: put it past him, you know?
1: Which... For the record, we don't know for a fact they did that. We no. just know the lady testifying before Congress said she couldn't answer that question. Like, right? Why can't you say no?
0: Yeah, it would be very simple <laughs> to say no to that. Yeah. Uh,
1: How about this? As a citizen, why can't you say no just to be saying it so I feel better? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, lie. I don't lie lie to make us all feel
0: better. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. got to build some credibility back after this whole Russia Gate thing, you know. So definitely lie. No, we're not inciting riots. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we're the FBI. No, that's the CIA's be inciting, job. we would we be inciting violence? Yeah, that's the CIA's <laughs> Instead, job. Instead, you say I can't answer that question. Yeah,
0: that's
1: <laughs> how are we supposed to take that?
0: It's a bad look. I'll say that much. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about another guy who probably not getting investigated by the FBI, but you never know. He did get in trouble with a is from Des Moines, Iowa. A Metro church leader is charged with criminal mischief after allegedly driving his son and his son's friends around Des Moines as they pounded down people's front doors. When you say pounded down, that's what the article says. Okay. It sounds sexual, but it's not. <laughs> Right. Pastor Timothy Rood was the founder of Walnut Creek Church in Windsor back in 1987, and now he's charged in a series of bizarre crimes. It was about 1030 at night. We were watching TV and suddenly heard a kicking and a bang on our door, Craig Hurd of Des Moines said. Hurd and his wife got the scare of their lives last month. A group of kids kicked in their front screen door, broke the glass, and damaged the wood entry door. Later, they returned to the house and threw rocks at the windows. The herds chased down the getaway car and got a plate number. That led police to Timothy Rude, the pastor emeritus at Walnut Creek Church. Hmm. He's now charged with several counts of criminal mischief. It sounds like it's connected to some ridiculous TikTok challenge, and he was actually driving his kid and some other kids around as they did this, Uh, Police Sergeant Pazerick said.
1: Well, I saw this coming as soon as you told me his last name was Rude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The TikTok video shows kids kicking doors to match the music of the Kesha song, Die Young. It's called (laughs) The Heartbeat Challenge. Um, police say it got out of hand in this case. They say rude admitted he drove his son around to the West side 24 times during four nights last month.
1: Got to get those likes.
0: Yeah. Damage at the herd home and an apartment building on Kingman Boulevard along the other homes adds up to thousands of dollars. I think there's only one. I think there, I think that's the one thing that none of us have an answer for. We are all shaking our heads because parents are supposed to be giving our kids guidance, said the policeman. Mm.
2: Uh,
0: The Walnut Creek Church released a statement that said Rude suffered a brain aneurysm in 2016 and that he moved to emeritus status. Earlier this month, he resigned after the church was notified of his charges. Doing that in the middle of the night is not the best, and especially in a country that has weapons readily available that never that's never going to end safely for somebody right, said Her. It
1: definitely does seem like a bad idea.
0: Yeah, no, you can <laughs> catch a twelve gauge through the door, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's uh not good. But
1: I just I miss the good old days when you would ring someone's doorbell and run and then you would run and hide. Yeah, right. And, and then, then they would come them. up to the door and they'd be like, Oh, there's nobody here. Yeah. And then know. they close the door and then you run up and you knock again and you run away. Yeah, <laughs> The
0: uh, the kid that lives by us, I can't remember his name right now. He does that all the time. Knocks on our door. Oh, really? <laughs> well, he's scared of Jay Barker. Oh, uh, okay. And so he used to stand on the porch, but just away from the door to be like, can I come out? But now he knocks and like runs. And I think he thinks it's funny too. But then I'll just like <laughs> open the door and walk out on the porch and he'll come walking back around. he be like, Can Ollie come out and play? I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, can. Yeah. The first time he did it though, I was like, Somebody is is ding dong ditching us, you know?
2: <laughs> I just Classic. wonder like
0: as a parent, did he know they were kicking on people's doors? Like you would think you would know.
1: I mean, not only were they kicking the doors, but they were, they were like busting glass out, weren't they? Right, exactly.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like you would have to know your kids are doing that. Mm-hmm. If I thought, you know, I'm I'm hauling my kids around and and they're knocking on their friend's door or whatever, I would be like, okay, that's not a big deal. But as soon as I heard something break, I'm like, hey, we need to go talk to their parents right now. <laughs> right. You know. But, hey, I didn't know y'all were gonna tear stuff up. Y'all are idiots, and now y'all are gonna have to work off all this money I gotta pay to fix somebody's screen door or whatever. I don't know.
1: Like the the point of pranking was supposed to not actually terrorize people, just be right. kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's
0: all have a laugh over this. Like
1: not actually hurt someone, just annoy the crap out of them. Right. Yeah. Yes.
0: That's that's what a prank is. <laughs> I hate pranks, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a fan of pranks like just leave me alone I'll leave you alone let's go about (laughs) it find somebody who's into that and you do all the pranks you want to on them don't give them to me yeah it hurts my feelings so don't do it all right
1: um you would not like it over at BF Goodrich, Although I'm we sure. don't we don't prank like we used to. Oh yeah? back in the good old days. The union
0: shut that down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like they shut everything that's fun down.
0: Sure. That's life now. You can't yes. have fun. You can be outraged, but you can't have fun. Right. That's the way that's the world life. works. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there on their website. It's created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. I put it on scrambled eggs tonight. It's pretty good. Love it. Yes. On the website, you can order their original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer there, or you can order your own right off the website. If your local grocer doesn't carry Cajun Curl, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard. South's Finest Meats Smart in Downtown Northport and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport all of their products are made in the USA so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal it's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it but it doesn't burn your lips world famous Cajun Curl blend the spice, taste the spice but not the heat check them out and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount
1: because we ask that to use a spice but we don't ask you to pay full price that's right all right John we got a voicemail this week okay we actually have a voicemail and a voice message that was sent to our email okay so <laughs> all right cool <laughs> we'll go with the voicemail
3: first hey guys it's jacqueline uh John darling baloo I got a beef a bone to pick with you and I got a beef with you Get your act together, Canada, is something that you said referring to this COVID situation. Okay, let me begin by saying we have nowhere near the problem with COVID that you guys have. Yeah, we have some, but we don't have nearly enough.
0: Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. What's what's the per capita? You know, but <laughs> like we got a ton more people down here. Of course, we're going to have more
1: problems, yeah. right? Well, I honestly, mean, yeah, I was about to say it's like gun violence. Of yeah. course, we have the most gun deaths, but we've right. also got we got more guns and more people. <laughs> yeah,
0: like ninety percent of Canada's population lives within a hundred miles of the U.S. border. You know, and the rest of us like moose. You know. <laughs> Caribou. Yeah, caribou. Whatever <laughs> you know, bears and whatever. Mounties riding on horses and they're cool, absolutely coolest uniform. That's about all. That's it. They don't have anybody up there. Okay. But anyways, go ahead. Coming in hot. <laughs> all right.
3: And you can take freedom all you want, and that's fine. But I'd rather be alive second you're on Thin nice with the canadian sisterhood john you're an honorary member come on you might lose your privileges but seriously guys it's all good it's all fun and games until someone dies of cove well whatever anyways um great show as always love you all and i will talk to you later bye
0: okay i just found i was gonna take me a little bit to parse through the website here but i've just found COVID-19 cases per capita by country. Let's see where we're at. Oh, man, it's like 155 different things. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. It doesn't have... It said per capita, it's got death per million. United States, 2,700.73. Per million? Per million. Okay. Golly, man. Where is Canada? Uh, maybe they, they are killing us in it. You know?
1: <laughs>
0: it's fine. I've been losing in everything since the National Championship game. <laughs> I'm, I'm numb to it now. It doesn't even bother me it's a anymore. a <laughs> All
1: right.
0: Here we go. Here's Canada. Where are they at? 905. Okay. All
1: right.
0: <laughs> Just a smidge better. Okay? Slightly. What
1: were we again?
0: 2,700.
1: 2,700. They're yeah. at
0: They're at 905.
1: Okay, so one-third. Yeah, One-third are deaths per capita.
0: Per per million. Yes. Yeah, per million. Per million. Yeah. They have 38 million people in Canada, I think, and we have 480-something probably. I don't know, 380? Yeah. About 10 times their population. (laughs) And we're much more stubborn people, you know, because we weren't subject to British rule for as long as they were. You know, they just fall in line somebody says something. Yeah, that's just how it goes. All right. I, I love s- Canada, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, again, I don't want to get into this. Uh, I still think that, uh, I mean, if, if you're, I'm trying to think of the perfect way to word this. If you're super scared of COVID and you want to be safe and you want to cower in the ha- in your house and, you know, I, I'm not against that. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, I think what's the term you were looking, the phrase you were wanting to say is if you're scared, say you're scared. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. If you're scared, say so you're scared. It's fine.
1: I think freedom doesn't mean you should be compelled to right. take on this, these risks. But if you want to risk, I think you should be allowed to. Sure. Freedom. If that's what I'm for. You,
0: that's what we're for. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah.
1: And if freedom kills a lot of people who wanted yeah. to take those risks. Sure. I feel like that's on them, not the state. I agree. You know, that's yeah. that's my thing.
0: Yes. You know what killed a bunch of people? Communism. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, killed a lot of people. Documented. I will
1: say, per capita, <laughs> yeah. communism killed a lot more no, people.
0: They did big numbers. COVID-19. I
1: mean, <laughs> world record
0: numbers. <laughs> it was phenomenal work. I mean, not phenomenal work they were doing, but I mean, just the pace they would have to keep up to kill that many people. Well,
1: John, I don't know if you know this, but communism has never actually been tried. Sure. What they had with state capitalism. Okay. All right. I get so tired of that.
0: I don't... I, don't get me started on... <laughs> on... On economic systems. You know, because... Whatever, what's going on with the truckers in Canada? Do you know?
1: Oh, we didn't even talk about that.
0: I, I don't really know what's going on, other than the truckers got a convoy, and I've seen a lot of. You remember the old movie Convoy? <laughs> yes. I've seen a lot of Convoy <laughs> memes on my Facebook.
1: Apparently, they're mad, and this, this may have been what prompted Jacqueline to call in because. Uh. Uh, we were saying that there's these vaccine mandates. Right. And, like, truckers can't cross from America into Canada sure, unless right. they got their shot. Yeah. Or the jab, <laughs> That's all my right-leaning friends call it. <laughs> and, like, and, like, Canadian truckers, likewise, they can't cross into here unless sure. they have the shot. Right. And they're protesting that, that they have to get shot.
0: Okay, so it's all tied to that. Well, you know what? I think... Really, when you think about it as a political force, truckers probably make more impact on everybody's lives than anybody else. If they were just like, you yeah, know, y'all ain't getting your stuff anymore. <laughs> People would be like, well, maybe truckers are so wrong. I like <laughs> right. having toilet paper or whatever, yeah. you know. So.
1: Here's my question. And now look, I personally, it weirds me out that the government can force you to get a shot. If sure. they can force you to get a shot, what can't they force you to do? I, well, true. Th- that said, I think yeah. You, I mean, it's not a bad. Idea. You probably should get your shot. I don't yeah. want anyone to call me anti-vax because I'm not. Right. I'm but, anti-booster, by the way. <laughs> For me personally, I'm anti-booster. Yeah. But I do think that should be a personal choice. Yeah. That. But let's put that aside. I'm not. I don't even want to get into that. Why are we going after truckers? <laughs> I mean, because these are people who spend the majority of all their time in well, the cab of their truck, like socially uh, distanced yeah. and isolated to themselves. Oh, no, Yeah, you're right. It seems like if we were really going to, I mean, the, the people who we really, if if vaccine mandates are to be put in place, seems like the ones that we need to put in place are like, I don't know, waiters at tables. Sure. And doctors. Cashiers. And nurses. Yeah. People so. who come into contact with a lot of right. people. Well,
0: I, and here's... I don't. I don't want to get into Joe Rogan territory. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we don't. We don't want Neil Young yeah, trying right. to censor us. Get
0: us deep <laughs> uh, I, I've had this question since back before we got it, and so that's what a couple years now, really, mm-hmm. or I guess a little over a year. Um, why did more Walmart? Employees die. You know? Like, it would seem like your retail places that were open that had normal flow of traffic. That they would be impacted more than any other subgroup of people. Maybe there's people studying this. But I just know like publics always had people there working. And it was always the same people. And it wasn't like, hey, we're all wearing a black armband cause Bob and Derry died, you know, or whatever. Right. You would think those people got the most exposure of anyone outside of healthcare workers. And why didn't why didn't we see more impact? I, I just just, just I,
1: I haven't looked at strange. the numbers, so
0: well you would think like yeah like it would decimate a, a, a Walmart's entire workforce. Walmart's not a good example because I only have like one cashier, anyways.
1: <laughs> <Right>. You know, <laughs> but you would think it would just. D- just ravage saying, their work <laughs> The self-checkout can't catch COVID, John. <laughs> True.
0: Right. I know. And I'm a fan of self-checkout. I know a lot of people What I am
1: it. not a fan of is the little lady at the door having to put a little check mark on your receipt as It's,
0: it's a game to get out of there without them looking at my receipt. I love it.
1: And then what I always act like I can't find it for a little bit. <laughs> Y'all trust me to do y'all's job and check myself out. Yeah. Why, why do you have to like double Check my I work. Know. Now
0: I will say to all my friends on Facebook, I've, like one person has already made the I call Walmart and ask them for my W two, you know, mm-hmm. joke because I've been doing self checkout. Everybody doesn't have to make that joke. <laughs> all right, it's unnecessary. It was funny and it was uh, okay. Gave me a little smirk, but now yeah. everybody's piling on saying it. And you ain't got to. It was do funny that.
1: last year. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> what <laughs> are you doing this time?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I just don't know, man, Tiny, about the Walmart people. Like, Why didn't Walmart people just die left and right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. They were open full bore the whole time.
1: Well, uh, we've also got a, a story that one of our listeners sent in. Okay.
2: Hey, Tiny and John. This is Fred, a.k.a. The Driver. I meant to send you this message uh, a few weeks ago when I heard John tell a story about his encounter with the prostitutes.
0: That was in the patron. You want to let it, uh, that's what people need to know what they're missing out on. I'm talking about prostitutes in there.
2: So it reminded me of an incident that happened when I lived in Gatlinburg, Tennessee during the summer of 1983. I worked as a tram operator on the uh, over Gatlinburg Arrow Tramway. Usually at night, the only people that go up after about eight or nine o'clock are about people going up to the bar. So late one night I got to the top of the mountain, got out and walked around to see if there was any passengers waiting to go down nice. the mountain. And there was only two, a man and a woman. And the woman was wearing this very, very tight blouse and a very, very short leather skirt. <laughs> and as I approached and opened the door, this woman was just like hanging all over this guy kissing all over him and so I asked for their ticket and she took the ticket and kind of seductively put the ticket in my shirt pocket and then they walked out and got onto the tram and thankfully they were the only ones there at the time when I walked back outside I saw she was sitting up on the handrail in the middle of the tram car and I told her I said ma'am you can't sit on that and she says well how about if I just put my butt up against it? I said, Ma'am, I don't care what you do as long as you don't sit on it. And immediately I knew that was probably the wrong thing to say. And thankfully, she didn't do anything other than lean up against it. All the way down the mountain, which is about 15-20 minute ride, she was constantly just hanging all this guy, but flirting with me over his shoulder.
1: The driver's got some game. I guess so. When <laughs> I mean, you got it, you got it. You know? <laughs> yeah. you can't help it. <laughs> some people would claim that this lady's got like a thing for tram operators, but no, I think this was the driver.
0: Yeah, right. I mean he's <laughs> he's it's what Kramer had in Seinfeld calls a caborka. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: A little bit later that evening as I was going up the mountain again, I called the other tram car and I asked him. I said, uh did you see that woman? He said, oh, you're talking about the woman in the leather skirt. And I said, oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) He says, yeah. We come to find out later from the people that worked in the restaurant that he was actually a businessman from Florida who stopped off in Atlanta and picked her up and she was his company for the week. She was one of these very high dollar prostitutes. But anyway... That is my experience with a working girl.
0: Well, all right. What I learned is that there are prostitutes in Gatlinburg. You know, <laughs> it right. never occurred to me that there are prostitutes in Gatlinburg.
1: Well, it ne- it doesn't shock me, John, that there are prostitutes in Gatlinburg. What shocks me is there are high dollar prostitutes <laughs> in Gatlinburg. <laughs>
0: That's perfect. Yeah, and that friend used to drive the tram to Ober Gatlinburg. You know, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. What a job! I would dig that.
1: It's possible. I rode that tram. <laughs> yeah, it is possible.
0: Driving. It is very possible. I've been on the same tram as him.
1: Yeah, because you don't go to Gatlinburg without going to Ober Gatlinburg. No, you, just, you don't
0: do it. Yeah, you just—that's part of the experience. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, let's go. Cool. that's good to know i'm glad we listened to that fred handsome man of course oh good for you
1: (laughs) this uh this working girl would have probably like looked me over and been like nah he don't have no money
0: (laughs) that guy ain't got enough to afford me
1: i'm wasting my time flirting with him well, John, we also have some questions, but we've only got a couple. So since we're kind of over on time, I think we're just going to go ahead and push those to next Let them
0: week. roll. That's fine.
1: But one thing that we cannot push to next week, John, is we have to thank our patrons. Yes. We thank each and every one of you. We thank you so much for supporting what we do. We would like to name. We would like to mention by name those who donate at the ten or above tier, and those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Carol Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Her- Mr. Henry Hernandez. Got a little tongue tied there. Mm-hmm. Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, aka Mick Will. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to Patreon.com/slash Earth Oddity. We have several tiers, but if you get on at the five dollar tier, you get an extended show. Sometimes you get patrons' exclusive shows. That's Patreon.com slash earth oddity, extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today?
0: I'm going to talk about a YouTube influencer and her sex life.
1: Okay. I am going to talk about Michael Avenatti, okay. Stormy Daniels, and Game of Thrones and Poltergeist. Okay. And Michael Cohen. There's
0: a lot in that show. <laughs> there we go.
1: Yeah. Also, are we going to mention. What do you even call this? The Facebook uh, HOA wars? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a funny story.
0: Yeah, Stephen Cash, who's married to my first cousin, and listens to the show. Cool dude, um, posted on our Facebook page underneath like the show post or yeah. whatever. Yeah,
1: because well, our our RSS feed is now somehow linked into Facebook. Yeah. So if you don't have enough ways to listen to the podcast, you, you can, can listen, listen on, on Facebook now. Sure. He went into comments. It was like, hey, I'm going to join y'all's Facebook HOA uh group. Yes. And get uh laser guns, like radar yeah, guns, yeah, radar guns because we talked about that on the show. Yes. And I was like I was super smug and I was like, you wouldn't dare. <laughs> you can't get in here. What was this? Did he just like a post that I made in that yes. exclusive <laughs> Bell Mead? Yep. Homeowners group.
0: That's what he did. He liked the uh, the picture I posted of Jay when we <laughs> yes. found him, and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool."
1: <laughs> How did he do this? And
0: then we joined his Facebook, his homeowners association <laughs> yes. Facebook, which I feel like Carol Wood is more of a confederation, you know. <laughs> yes. and and, uh, and I found one of his posts from back like in August, asking about internet, and liked it. So. <laughs> We're we're both just waiting to pounce, I guess. You know, this
1: is basically the exact same thing the United States and Russia did back in the eighties, right? <laughs> Where, With
0: mutually assured
1: destruction. Yeah. Yeah. Like you get us uh, radar, like detector, yes. radar detection, and we'll get it over there too.
0: What's going to be great is when I figure out how to change my name on Facebook and I change it to his, and then I start
1: <laughs> posting
0: as him in his Facebook group. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like hey, we just guys, need to
1: hack his account. And then we can sign up a bunch of people for like extended car
0: warranties. I want to go through there and invite everybody to like the podcast page, <laughs> in Facebook group.
1: Yeah. Well, oh man.
0: But yeah, it was two shade of him. It was uh, a pro move by his part. I think it would have been better if he hadn't announced it and just popped in our group. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah. But when I joined the group. I had to provide my address to whoever was the administrator mm-hmm. at the time. Now that person may have moved out and handed it off to somebody else. Yeah, we recently
1: just, elected a new board. Yeah. So I don't know who was in charge of all that, but yeah. maybe they're different now.
0: They're just letting everybody in all willy-nilly. I if get. you
1: listen to this show, maybe you want to join us. Sure. Come, our come group. on in. Come on in. That would be so funny. <laughs> We get exiled. Sure.
0: Like <laughs> somebody in the homeowners boards like calling another person, like, we just had like a couple hundred people join the Facebook
1: group. <laughs> do you know what's going <laughs> on? <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs>
0: that would be pretty
1: cool. Oh, dang.
0: Yes. So no, I'm not saying anybody should do that, but it's probably something you could do. Yeah. Yes. Right. Don't embarrass Tiny. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He ain't never lived nowhere nice like this. Don't ruin it for him, okay? Ain't never been nowhere. That's right. If they can kick me out. I'll be okay. Well. He can't go back to Alberta. Colonial Hills? Or what? Is that where you live, Colonial Green Grove. Okay, Green Grove. He can't yeah. go back to Green Grove. No. Yeah.
1: Oh, walk of shame.
0: He's tasted the, the, the high life, life over here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, as this... uh this, as this free show ends, you got anything else?
0: No, nope, just appreciate everybody listening. Tell a friend about us. If you've told all your friends about us, tell a stranger about us. And, uh, you know, appreciate everybody listening.
1: Yeah. You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. Spotify for now, anyway. Yeah. You can produce now us, until you, Neil <laughs> says something. You can get us on all those platforms. If you would like to write into the show, it's Earth at PlanetBell.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore Earth on Twitter. We got show art. That's underscore Earth on Instagram. We have a Discord server link in the show notes and we also have a phone number you can call or text what's that phone number
0: that phone number is 662-493-2059 that's 662-493-2059
1: we hope everybody out there has an excellent week earth oddity for the French radio network signing off love y'all bye
3: has been a very odd production thanks for listening
1: all right patrons the odd squad (laughs) it's wonderful to be with you again Thanks for joining us. Thanks for supporting us. We got a couple extra stories and just some general banter. So (laughs) you got anything to start us off with? Well,
0: I was just thinking like, uh,